Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community, the 5D Collective. Everyone who's ready for this beautiful full moon. So we have some channeled guidance on YouTube. I did it a little bit ahead of time. We'll see if there's anything new that comes up today. But in the meantime, this one's for today. You all have learned how to navigate those emotions from your emotional body. So whether through a good series of holistic and spiritual as well as therapeutic with therapists, if you have had attachment wounds and or childhood trauma, you're going to have awareness of that. And so you are now, though able to be in your emotional body, you've connected all the dots, you know who you are. There's no devils or demons. Uh, anybody who still believes in that, please. 4D collective readers are out there for you. 5D does not do devils or demons in this way. And we don't do uh, only spirituality. We do spirituality, spiritual, and the human elements. And our scientific methodology is what we lean towards knowing. So you are a human who has an attachment system like I do. And an embodied brain. And heaven in your body is you in your integration. The brain, restorative embodied self. The integration of the brain is left and right mode. You use them equally. Default mode network downregulated and your ventral vagal nervous system, social engagement system is online. It's very straightforward and easy for people like myself, for people who it's challenging. That's why they have the additional great therapists, detachment system therapists, the trauma therapists, the codependent therapists, the somatic therapists, and we work all together, okay? So I'm going to try and make this just very straightforward. Anybody who's healed, they don't talk about... Uh, anyone, narcissist, sociopath, psychopath, in a way of being disrespectful. They also don't talk about uh, the different types of attachment styles as if there's one that's better than the other. Those of us who are secure attachment, and I'm a solo poly secure person, we have a way about learning. As I gain more and more knowledge and verbiage that I can use and sources, I learn how to present our lovely tangos. So our relationships for 5D Collective are not with the adoptive child. People who get rigid and chaotic, we do not address them with shame, blame, fault, or revenge. We do not address them as devils, demons, evils, or low vibration people. 4D, obviously it's in my community that I use it. I would not talk to a person and say, you're a 4D collective. But I would describe to them the difference and then I would allow them to make their own decision. Because again, that's where it's a person. I'm not here to label you. You're a person. You have your subjective experience life. I have mine. So my channeled guidance goes to people who are independent in their mind, and that means you use your left and right. You know how to take ownership and accountability of your emotions, so you have a relationship with your emotional body, like I said. And if you did need, in any way, shape, or form, at a certain point, a therapist, you know why. And you're not going to be like, how dare they say everybody doesn't do... Everybody is a word we will use. I will fuck it up. I will say the wrong things. I will forget data, by the way. And I do plan on not fixing any of this because this is a point. Mistakes, we all make them. Nobody's their greatest mistake. And when the intent behind it is to empower and educate, we're not going to need to filter for babies. Filtering for babies is what people who are codependent types and therefore low self-esteem, even though they may think they're not, they don't know their attachment style or that they are trying to take care of everybody and they will blame themselves if they didn't do the right thing. Or they're going to be martyrs or superiors because they need to change everyone and they're going to push their way on others. So this is, this is codependent type people. They are people who are not yet their functional adults. They're not a not 
They're not a differentiated self. So, okay, enough about trying to explain what it means. 5D is an independent, loving. Your heart is always open. Your emotions are always open. It's easy. Some will know of the time where you will have said human suffering and a time because it's no longer there because you have a relationship with your emotional body or knowing no human suffering. It's life, having a relationship with the emotional body. So there's two equations. One comes out of the whole human suffering bit and they'll talk about their post-traumatic growth. They'll talk about how their journey was with the emotional body disconnect. They will talk about the human suffering they went through. They will continue to share not make their thoughts and feelings, their emotional and mental experience, their subjective relationship to life a must for every single other human being on the face of this planet. They will accept that some of us don't experience, subjectively speaking, from our emotional and mental body, I put myself in here, uh, life as if it's painful or suffering. If it hasn't been a thing that crushed my hand, I have not been in pain. I have felt what are called emotions and the right brain and left brain of a person who has a familiarity with their emotional body will process these very easily, easily. <laughs> and I'm just used to people projecting immediately. No, how dare you say that? You cannot know. <laughs> so they, they, they question that I actually know my body more than they do. And they know you have to have done human suffering because you have emotions. And I'm like, no, look, I got to explain the difference and I can explain it to you, but it doesn't really matter. You're actually questioning me. And I mean, that's one of those really, we just allow ourselves to remember to remain practicing the experience of our relationships minus the drama. So practicing our Zen mastery. Okay, and on that note, Enough examples of 5D uh, for mystics and functional adults. We don't point a finger, shame, blame, fault, or revenge. We don't talk about people like pieces of shit. We don't talk about the system like pieces of shit. We don't talk about life as pieces of shit. None of, none of this life is shit. We talk about life with curiosity. And on that note, again, all of those who are ready for 5D channeled guidance are tapped into their infinite higher human consciousness potential experience. However you achieve this, it's not because your twin flame or flames had to awaken it, or soulmates, or oversoul. No, you are already, and you have been since the first day of your life, and even in the womb. We don't need supernatural. Womb has a whole way that it's explained what happens and how you're created, and also how transgenerational trauma and trauma gets passed down in the womb. It's explained. Okay, so please scientific methodology they have a buttload of things that people who don't care to learn about being human um don't know about and they just use demons and devils because that's uh what the ancients use and that's where they only do spiritual or spirituality they don't want to do the human elements you have learned how to be in the moment of in between and so to harness who you are how you are temperance alchemy and to make sense of everything that has been to make sense of what you didn't know how to handle and so if you had shame blame fault revenge the shame cycle unresolved trauma inner critic outer critic and then activities drugs alcohol sex food withdrawal you know about attachment styles you will have potentially identified your style your attachment category as well and or your personality drive as well and or again trauma uh, depends what type of education you've you've decided to embark on and or what books you've read and or if you know any of it if you don't it's okay but essentially you will know 
as a child, this was my past, this was what I grew up with, this is why I brought what I brought to my relationships and to myself, and I know now how to be the whole self of me, which is an in-depth, emotionally and mentally speaking person, so you are in your physical mastery at this point, use your name, thank you, you're being yourself with unconditional love, with your flaws and imperfections, here's your purusha, pure consciousness, and then prakriti, you understand your nervous system is your energy body. So you're navigating it now because you're building those emotion regulation skills through though the relationships. So experiencing relationships is a must. And whether they are secure attachment people or not, it is thanks to you in those relationships and being able to use your voice. So negotiation and explanation and talking, direct communication. Okay, so there's no um, blockages. When it comes to us being able to be here, a person who doesn't get here, their adaptive child doesn't want to. They are busy with the movies and they actually are busy with rigidity and chaos. And even though they won't look at it as chaos, they will look at it as I'm right and you're wrong. That's what the adaptive child does. I'm going to maintain power, make it all about myself and with the immature agenda, get really pissy and vilify you because you're not giving me what I want. And then I will withdraw and believe that I'm right. And I will continue to ruminate or contemplate and or stay in a charge with it as I move forward versus actually process it. So people who instead are here in process land, we don't sit in a charge. Okay, so you will know your charges. You will know if you're triggered. You'll know how to handle yourself. So negotiation and true self-empowerment as well as true self-worth is I'm not superior, I'm not inferior, but this truth comes when you can sit in it in your body and notice if you're getting charged, that means your nervous system is beginning to engage and you learned in time and thanks to our oversoul, I'm still putting it into practice. My mother and twins still get the tone. I'm, I'm still way out of practice with them, for example. But when it comes to a lot of other circumstances, there's been an opportunity, thanks to the educators that teach me about attachment styles, categories, trauma. Patrick Tiahan is one of them. I mentioned to this other lady. Uh, and, and the attachment researchers, they're really important. So this lady's name is Dr. Sarah Hensley. And she explains the fearful avoidant versus the dismissive avoidant partner. But then we also have Dr. Sabina Brennan, who explains how the amygdala starts to override the frontal lobes when you're in that survival mode, even though she's talking only about chronic stress. But here's where some people live from chronic stress because they are still using their brain and scanning in an effort to take care of others. This is the codependent type person. So they're not in a ventral vagal nervous system state. So the frontal lobes are squished down, and so then the neuroplasticity, instead of working with the frontal lobes, it works with the amygdala, and an enlarged amygdala is reactivity versus being able to respond. Okay, on that note, you have learned how to be fluid and flowing with your conversation and how you express and how you want to be, so how you want to express the depths of your emotions, the ability to connect to yourself and others and this is why uh, it's a really beautiful experience although it comes for some of you at a cost and that's because of thinking in the past that you already knew everything and that love 
didn't exist and or relationships uh, always go through ups and downs and a lot of different ways you got confused. And that's because some people, they use their body in a specific way. We've talked about the importance of uh, knowing how to navigate the topic of sex from a 5D angle. One, you are energy and I am energy. And so when we do have intercourse, we are going to create what is a enmeshment. We are going to have a situation take place. Even the lovely Stephen Porges talks about it. Now they talk about it from a different perspective and what neural circuitry gets activated in your brain but they also do talk about the part of transference, even though I don't know in what terms, okay? So I'm going to mix it up, as always in this case, because they, they mix it up a little bit too. But that's where we can admit that this makes it philosophical. And I like to try and keep it to the part of where the body is going to interact. So when the science lady on love explains if you have intercourse, there's not just your ventral vagal oxytocin gene hormone turns on, but there's the whole reward system. That's where visceral comes into the mix. And a person who is instead a 5D mystic, they don't do relationships based on the body. So we will intuitively know of our bonds and the body element does have though an effect because we will exchange energy. So like when I do Reiki sessions, I have in my years so far of being a Reiki practitioner, perceive people before they come and then after they come and stay connected to them and then the ones who are open and receptive to my connection and to our connection my oversoul even without reiki we are connected and so we pick up on each other and i'm the intuitive one usually who depends on the relationship so in time most of the people that are in my oversoul i don't really talk in any way shape or form when i'm picking up on stuff at this time, there's very few people that I actually will pick up on and say, hey, are you doing good? What's up? And that's because of the vilification that happens for those of us who are unconditionally loving. And that's because we're secure attachment people. So we do direct communication. What happens when you meet people who don't have a secure attachment within their own body is that they have an insecure attachment and they get reactive. We learn in time not to engage because while um, mystics in 4D land like to tell you what to do with your life, we don't do the codependent bit. We just share information. We don't extract anything from you. We're in a relationship not because we have to be seen. We don't need to attach to you. We are actually building what is joy. So once a relationship's like that said guru quote, become where you share joy all of your relationships are joy and that's where 5d mystic is at so when we end up having clairs for 4d they like to tell each other what to do because they're the martyrs and superiors in the self-blame taking care they're all codependent type in fact they do trauma bonding that the twin flame saga is the avoidant and anxious just go look up those attachment styles i read to you from that transformational coach so back to the body part people who sleep around a lot they even have a tarot card about uh, clearing people's karma by fucking them. And that's actually going to fuck with you, like Sadhguru presents, because now you're taking on a lot of emotional other stuff that isn't yours. So here's that part of it being quite important for a person who 
is talking about in any way, shape, or form wanting to be in a 5D plane. You want to be your spirituality process. You need to get yourself in check first. If you're adding to your own karma because you don't even have your, first of all, karma, so you don't have your charge states settle down. You don't have your attachment system settle down. You don't have anything of your left and right brain settle down within your own physical body. So if, if you can't maintain excess in your body yet, you don't know love yet in your body. And by adding the other stuff, Sadhguru says you get confused. And here's where other people talk about confusion too. And the other people would be the ones in the middle. I've learned from like Aaron Dowdy. He does a really great presentation and he also talks about the aspect of creativity. I'm not going to go into that one because to me, what's more important to share with you is it's not bad or good. Just be aware. The more people you sleep with, the more, especially if you're intuitive, you're going to be processing what is theirs. It's not good or bad because if you have a relationship with your emotional body, you just process easily. I've processed so much stuff. It's not even funny. In fact, this is where... When you get quote-unquote confused, you don't get confused because we're one big ball of energy. So you just understand we're one big ball of energy. I don't need to pinpoint where or what, da 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 And that's why we don't get destabilized, and that's why we don't do trauma bonding, the twin flame, journey flames for 5D mystic. We do I have a love and or all loves, <laughs> okay? So the minute that you... The ones of you who were confused, if you did do a lot of sleeping around, again, there's no judgment here because I believe everyone does what they want to do with their own body. There's plenty of people who do visceral their entire life as well, by the way. That's your choice. It's your life. But the part about how it does bring to your inner world and to your emotional body, there's something to it. So just please, again, you're going to want to Keep that in mind. You don't need to do anything special to clear. Reiki does help clear that emotional, all the aura. So that, yes, you definitely could do a couple of sessions of Reiki to clear and to allow yourself to clear your vessel. Again, becoming centered with yourself just creates more space. You'll feel lighter. You'll feel because the emotional body is a charge. If it isn't, and, and here's that part when it's not yours, the reality is it's not yours anyways. And Furthermore, I want to say you create a connection with another person. You're going to care about them, okay? So let's keep it grounded in reality. Nobody can take ownership of you or control of you. But you can feel that people are present in your energy sphere. You can feel people, again, when we are open and receptive to each other, we feel each other's presence. Okay, so I think I've shared enough about that. And I was really just trying to say there's a normalness in being confused inside your body if you've slept around with a lot of people, male, female, non-gender, okay? This is what I was trying to get to. Between the scientific people and the spiritual community in the, in the midst, they all say the same thing. So it's not bad. It's just emotional body energy is going to linger around. So when it lingers around, it means you get to process it. However long it takes you, that depends on how much you love love. If you love love, it's not going to take any time except for you knowing its emotions it okay but you do want to take note again of who and how you share not because you need to diminish it just become aware of yourself so here's the one other note if you are a person who enjoys mixing it up meaning you do want to have that lifestyle pay attention to how you emotionally mentally feel and keep your mental and emotional high as 
an objective. So if it doesn't add to your life, meaning if you don't grow happier in life, if you don't grow more mentally in the I can navigate, then consider because you're affecting your physical life. Okay, and so the equanimity, the adults, they educate, empower, they talk, they decide. They don't do, I'm going to make it a ri rigidity is of the adaptive child. Rigidity means you're not sure that you can handle being yourself like a grown-up emotionally. It means you doubt your own decision-making capability, which is normal if you've got childhood trauma and attachment wounds. Okay, so just be clear reinforce, I love who I am, and love means that I'm going to want to wake up every day more energized than not, and if I have compulsive behavior that I notice is not adding to my energy sphere, to my mental and emotional, then I will consider changing that, and I will consider taking a look, journaling at myself, noticing my levels of joy, and then you create those connections, that's why you do your own human story, okay? Okay, so whatever confusion was there, you finally cleared it away also, okay? So cleared it away, you are very clear on who you are, what you are, and da-da-da-da, besides that other stuff that is just added food for thought. So there was, for sure, for some of you, an ego death, and that comes from having made mistakes because of thinking of knowing everything, and no, you didn't know everything about yourself, not even remotely, I'd say close. Some of you were completely in the absence of uh, the risks you were taking, where they were coming from, and how you were making your choices. So people who have insecure attachment and trauma, they actually choose based on what is familiar, which is a dysfunctional family pattern. So you've come out of that. And it was a bit bittersweet, again, because of thinking that you knew everything about yourself. Instead, you didn't. You had not calculated the human element. And therefore, now, instead, that's clear. And you can move forward, finally, in a way that allows you to be your three-year-old. So this is very good news. I understand from the way I feel about this channeled guidance that, for some of you, it still weighs you down. Not in a way of weighing you down, but just the past uh, is something you regret. And it's because you did think you knew everything and you realized you didn't know anything about yourself at all. And that's the part, though, that you couldn't have known until you did introspection the right way, which is I'm a person. What was my family like growing up? And okay, that's why I experience relationships the way I do. Now I see it. Now I get it. I actually understand myself completely and it makes a whole buttload of shit of sense. <laughs> so there is a lot of shit that went down. Welcome aboard and I'm sorry for what you've been through. And I'm happy that you're out of it. And I'm happy that you're dropping all those shields and that you're living from your higher heart now and that you're getting to access more of earth's intelligence and to anchor in who you are in this lovely earth with your lovely confidence. I'm happy that you have confidence in your decision-making skills, in your heart-making skills, and in your future and where you're headed and what you're all about, what you want to do, how you want to bring forth that purpose. So again, it's not twin flame, flames, soulmates. It's all you. Your oversoul does help you. It gives you a lot to be able to work towards. So be appreciative, which I, I'm sure you are. 
and allow yourself to definitely bring forth to the lovely sphere of your relationships all that you are and all that you've learned and all that you can keep on bringing to the collective at large as well. We all have a reason for being here, or we just all are here, <laughs> which is what I like to say more than anything at all. Okay, let me see what else is there. Um, I'm going to say nothing more. I'm trying to see. Well, the part about uh, there was this very, very funny uh, video that I saw made me think about, for those of you who have known instead who you are your entire life, and you never felt lost. So for those people who consistently, like for me, maintained Purusha Prakriti, con connected to consciousness and the expanding consciousness of you, and just this collective, um, this uh, video reminded me of how I personally have always known that I love love. And being able to be in a time where there's the polyamory and polysecure lifestyle, it's amazing. So the solo poly, it's so beautiful because you're able to put into practice not only when, again, you're a mystic, knowing about your oversoul and being able to talk about people with people who, if they get reactive, you can handle their reactiveness because of course there's understanding for those who have attachment insecurities again to be hey you know what I think I get it uh, you're reacting but there's no need for you to feel threatened by anyone threatened would mean that they could replace you nobody can replace you or I we're not replaceable but there is a different way for some of us to love okay so that's that part of why people who do monogamy they remain connected to their attachment system in a way of allowing another to be that secure attachment. And so they become secure attachment relationships for each other. The solo poly is a person when poly secure, obviously you're established in harnessing your own attachment system. This is why building emotion regulation skills through your relationships, because you're experiencing them minus the drama, you're using your adult love language, the functional adult love language. We have paid subscription-based model content for that. And for the mystics, this is why our twin flame flames, they don't need to be choosing anyone. They have their choice to be choosing them. Every one of us is here to choose ourselves. For the people who have maintained, this is why solo poly, our connection, we never not chose ourselves. Like, I know what I want. I know what I love. I know what I like. I don't have a question about where I'm headed. I actually am there. I'm doing it now. So we're not insecure in any way, shape, or form. And when we meet insecurity, we're like, I'm not really sure how to handle. And if we get, you know, emotional, we're going to be like, so sorry, I got emotional. So we're always able to have those direct communication bits. And even when things go really, really, really in ways you don't think, you will still be able to process the emotions and the thoughts. So you don't lose yourself and you don't get confused in a way of lost because you understand we're connected. So at the same time, there's this beautiful ability to remain connected to each other. That's why we don't ever get lost. We know all of our oversoul and how they play a role. And in our playground, they are what will bring us to where we 
will always have wanted to be, which is to be yourself, with your flaws and imperfections. To unconditionally love who you are with your flaws and imperfections, it's easy for us. It's easy for us to be us. Love, 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 na 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 na. Love, love, love. It's easy. All you need is love. Da 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 da. To play the game, to be yourself, and that's the three-year-old. So we don't lose that. We gain that because we gain equanimity as people who stay connected with our left and right brain mode and our emotional body, and we are able to say, hey. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to step back and leave you alone now because uh, this isn't fun. You know, it's whatever, insecure. We don't pick any person unless we are sharing joy with them. And that's why if we pick somebody, it's not just because we'll know of the twin flame or flames. or the, And that's the whole point. We don't pick people based on that. The twin flame flames, you know it intuitively and that's it. And you don't even question it. So when you see somebody, oh, I want to find out the stages, they're questioning because they need to do, they need relationship hierarchy. They need to be brought into the, I'm special and they're special and we're the only two people who are special to each other now. So that's why we're the power couple that's going to do everything together. And that's their codependent relationship. There's plenty of people who do codependent happily ever afters. And they give each other the secure attachment. So here's where sometimes it won't be necessarily seen as a codependent. However, they change each other, like with Grease song. They will change each other for each other, and then they will enmesh, and they become one. And that's not two. We don't do the one. The, the, the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, at least, doesn't do the one thing. It feels very childish to be in one. It's, that's the whole part attachment and security it's a three-year-old or a zero one-year-old who's not okay with being emotionally alone for a little bit and have fun it's understandable like i said that's why it's a choice that may is made in time by people as they go through their experiences the ones who stay within the relationship soul age group they continue to learn about their self through their relationships so they learn about self-love the ones that do it through society so they find purpose through other means. Um, when, on the other hand, you have purpose because you're alive, you're being yourself, and that's the point. Relationships are joy. They add to our life. So when a relationship is a bonus, you're not living it from an insecure space or an attachment space. You're living it from, I don't extract joy from you. I'm sharing joy with you. And if you're bringing to me emotions that you then don't know how to work with, me on that i will not have anywhere to go except to say mm, i'm not really sure but you're getting rigid and harsh and you're getting upset and always in a mood you know like that's the part you're you're crapping the vibe you know and so it's not about love because love is always there but it's about how relationships expand consciousness together when they have fun together. The, then there's other aspects. We won't look into that one today, but um, it's not part of our channeled guidance. So full moon. You know, tango is fun. Relationships are fun. If they in any way, shape, or form are not direct communication with vulnerability, that's not a relationship. And it doesn't matter if it's romantic or not. It's not a relationship. The way you know you're in a very much 5D relationship is that you can always be yourself like the three-year-old do. 
that means they have fun with you, you laugh with them, nobody is criticizing, nobody is act, nobody's reacting, nobody's being defensive. If there's any type of reactivity, it's disgust, but it's not um, defensive in the way of, I'm going to shame, blame, fault, and vilify you, okay? It's going to be something more along the lines of this, uh, like any of dynamics I'm sure you will have had that you get to put into practice, emotion regulation skills, and experiencing your relationships minus the drama. So it's a playground, not a training ground for 5D. Okay, so 5D functional adults don't mean we don't have triggers, and it don't mean we don't have our two-year-old tones and our little reactivity mode. Okay, so this is what I'll channel and then we'll close out. So no, we don't do let me attach to you and become one and let's you know be uh, flying in a specific way of uh, enmeshment. We are differentiated. We grow emo emotional maturity, every person. And okay, so here's where for those who are monogamous and they're independent, you can always tell, as well as those who are monogamous and not independent. They're dependent on each other. That's not good or bad. It's a choice of how one feels in life. For those who are solo poly, we are completely independent. And then for those who are polyamory with a different type of organization, you will know yours. And so that's how you create your secure environment. So... The solo poly is you're your own secure environment and others add to your life, but they don't remove the security, your safe haven, secure base. And so there's the Purusha Prakriti and you don't get highs or lows based on others. It's your highs and usually the lows are moments where you are contemplating aspects of nothingness. Because see, the low is only going to come when you're like, wait a minute. Oh, that's right. No supernatural no real anything it's all basically like a monopoly game so it's more of i give life purpose and meaning this is the part where solo poly don't be like oh my god this is so tragic now i have no purpose how horrible no because our attachment system is secure within our own emotional body and our mental body this is you the person so when i contemplate wow there's really nothing except for I will die at a certain point. Yes, I'm a mystic. I know this, but I know as a mystic who's 5D that I will not be Maria in my future life. So it doesn't matter what I can know about my future life. I know the people who won't be in my future life. You know how sad that is? So the part of when I begin to be, ah, I was like, well, it doesn't matter. Let me stay in the now because I'm not going to be there anyways. And right now I got the 24 hours that I got. So while I'm breathing, let's make sure I use my time in a space of love and ecstasy and proactivity to Let's make the world a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. There are people dying. If we care enough for the living, make it a better place for you and for me. And relationships are where we can heal trauma because it's through your experiencing of them, which is why 4D does a disservice when they talk about energy vampires, dark auras, and people who cancel each other and block each other. And instead, they could look up attachment styles and they'd have figured out, oh, wait, I have an insecure attachment style. I can work on this emotion that is derailing me and having me not live relationships in the way that my mammalian heritage actually wants, which is with secure attachment with a person who can have and wanted in the first place, consistent contingent communication and the body, emotional body that can have a relationship with its own self, your brain, your body, your mind, your relationships, you. Okay. So the example 
If I am a person who is secure, it means that I'm going to be pretty much set in my ways and a lot of other things, which is not something that those who want to bond, so their driver's bonding or certainty, they need to attach in order to feel that they are needed and wanted. So their attachment system longs to be seen the way they want to be seen. That way they can be sued the way they want to be sued. And then they will feel safe and secure the way they want to. As an adult, they have a lot of different ways that people say this. So I'm going to equate an example. I have 24 hours. I'm a busy person, uh, basically very much organized. Okay. Some would say perfectionist. Therefore, in 24 hours, I got two hours to eat, eight hours to sleep. I then have two hours maybe to socialize, depends how tired I am or not. And the rest is for what I'm doing. So we're going to use me as an example, online entrepreneur, not workaholic. Workaholic is a person who will compulsively work themselves to the death of them. You will find that their energy is low. They don't sleep. They have to stay busy. Now, on the external, though, do people think I'm a workaholic? Of course they do. Yes, they definitely do think that if they looked at my energy levels, which I do because I'm a healthy person, they would know the difference between what is a compulsive alcoholic versus a person who's passionate and doing their 24 hours in a way that is basically all-inclusive, as I said, sleep, eating, socializing, which, by the way, we socialize to minimum because really, intellectually and emotionally, we are people who the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, excuse me, likes to expand all. So when we're around limited consciousness, we're not as enjoying our moment because now we are having to sit within a limited peripheral view and usually that involves human suffering with people who did not even bother looking into attachment styles or trauma history and they also have projection and transference and they're codependent types who want to change and or fix and or there's your low self-esteem and then we're needing to negotiate with people who have that and they're passive aggressive and they do indirect communication and they're going to try and be pushing the martyrs or superiors or the self-blame and we are like needing to baby a whole buttload of what we wanted as social time. So as you can see, intellectually and emotionally, there's not, none of that, none of that is stimulating to a person who is actually mature, which is why we don't actually uh, build something that is a low vibration because we will know what it is not because it's an energy vampire because it will actually be intellectually and emotionally unstimulating on all accounts of what it is just to be an optimized secure attachment human being that's all okay so when you're independent emotionally and mentally this is what happens you're like wow okay i just basically had to recalibrate to a room here's your spirituality process because in a room i got teenagers and they're all talking in their little usual tones and and let me just sit back and uh, use my time to be what oh wait a minute that's right I am here this is my social time let me make the best of it so (laughs) let me participate actively so go away Kali you don't need to be here two-year-old who's nagging about what we don't like let's bring in the equanimity land come on in grown-ups here we go here's my prefrontal cortex let me participate shut up everyone else nothing it's this is the part it's just like okay let's be present attune and resonate and we're having good time they're people they're lovable and adorable so let's just enjoy it but what i'm saying is the stimuli zero 
meaning nothing was added to our moment. So, of course, we're like, nothing was taken away either, but we could have used a grown-up type conversation versus a grown-up with a child. So when I see grown-ups with children, I know why a grown-up will want to talk to me. And that's what I just shared. A grown-up, emotionally and mentally, the Enlightenment Soul Age of People, we like to talk to other grown-ups. But when we're with adaptive children who have trauma or insecure attachment or their human suffering bit of the stereotypes over generally all of it, we are now reduced to having to handle a child. And so we're not going to be like mean to the child. We're going to be grown-ups. And that's where Again, we will not be upset. We'll just be acknowledging the limited notions that were brought to us. And the limited notions, though, is of a two-year-old who wants to be seen so they can feel soothed and then safe and secure to be their self. They wanted reassurance. Their low self-esteem, which is why an adaptive child is always going to be rigid and chaotic, or their chaos don't look like chaos, but again, they're going to make I'm right, wrong, self-expression, bridled, like all about their tragedy. So there you go. And it's not because we don't want to hear them. No, that's the whole point. We hear them. We understand. We participate with our heart. Our heart's always open. And that's the adults for you, Zen masters. Walking with the people. That's it. So 4D likes to do, no, you give more, they give more breadcrumbing, and there's your adaptive children. They're all doing codependent type stuff. So again, putting them to the side and finishing up with the example. Okay, so 24 hours, very much uh, fixed in. If I need to plan anything, it needs to be organized. My friends know it. They need to call me, they need to plan, and I need to check my schedule. And therefore, aka busy person, and some people understand it, no ego offended, no ego sad, no ego upset, others don't, and that's all. So when some people think that they're negotiating with another human being and they're not, here's what it looks like. Well, I don't think that I have to organize myself in a way that I must use the way that you're organized because I think that's being selfish. Hmm. Okay, so here's where, let me think of those equations. My work gives me food, like actual physical food, because I'm an independent person. I'm sure you're not paying my bills. So if I'm collaborating with you, then we're both paying bills, which is where there's these all these different equations. So um, let's see, I don't want to be offensive, because if you bring up money to people who are already being immature about something, know how that's going to go, right? It's going to be like, oh, now you're holding it against me. And there's your quote-unquote weaponization of words. No, it's manipulation of a low self-esteem, codependent type person who's going to... So again, these examples, very straightforward. It's, it's so many different types of relationships that you can see will be in this way. Well, you know, I actually don't think that you're ever going to be available, so um, I'm going to be out. It's not the part about not being available, it's the attitude. That makes you understand that a person is ego-sensitive, which is low self-esteem, but it's not low self-esteem because they don't have confidence. It's that they want to attach. They want to have a relationship in the way that they want to. And so there's your attachment style. There's your attachment system. It's not a good or bad thing. These are different attachment styles, which are not going to be the same love language. Functional adults will know how to say to somebody, you know what? Yeah, you're right. We don't match. That's, that's okay which is why twin flames, soulmates, oversoul. If it don't work, it don't work. We're not going to be crying over it. 
And that's because, I mean, we can cry, of course. We cry over a lot of things. But I'm saying we're not going to be crying like a spilt glass, the crocodile, the regrets. No, none of that. Because the, the minute that you and I can't agree to disagree in a way that then brings in a middle ground means that there's not agreeing to disagreeing and saying, fuck you, fuck you, let's hug it out. And here's our middle ground. Okay, so if I say, look, uh, I can do things this way. You need to inform me of what you would want to do and how much time it takes and when you would like to do it. And then I can look at my calendar and I can fit this in. Or if you want to do uh, planning in this way, XYZDFG, I still need you to write me when you want to do it and tell me how much time we have because I need to plan. Well, this feels very robotic and it's not something that I want to do. And no, I want it to be spontaneous. Okay, so let me think again. Uh, Spontaneity, not able to do this in any way, shape, or form because I have a booked calendar. Do you understand? I don't have spontaneity. You need me to make room? Is that what I should do? Make room for spontaneity in in my calendar? Okay, you know what? Actually, I can be that creative. Let me try and allocate 30 minutes of spontaneity somewhere, and I'll just randomly pop up and lie to you because apparently now I need to just make up shit without being able to tell you I don't do spontaneity so you know we can do stuff like this this is this is actually and I'm creative this is all made up by the way but I'm just saying like if I have to meet you emotionally speaking where you're at then I'm going to be able to organize it in a way of okay let me be spontaneous uh (laughs) which is totally not spontaneous this is why when people do something, they're like, okay, you're asking me not to be myself. You're, now you're asking me to be somebody I'm not. I don't even know what you want me to do. And, and, and the beauty of this is they're like, no, no, you're just doing it on purpose. So we all use words. We all use words. And that's why it's beautiful to have family dynamics because we all definitely, ah, you did it out of spite. No, we didn't. So spite is one of those aspects that if you take it seriously, and the reality is when you have dynamics of a mismatch and they're consistent as long as everybody feels love there's always a very distinct way you'll know a person didn't feel good about something and that's where the apologies come in and that's where the chit chats come in and that's where the serious repair comes in and here the agenda is mature it's okay we have a difference of love language we have a difference that keeps us clashing how do we want to address it okay addressing it is for adults, meaning there's going to have to be a middle because if there's a we don't meet eye to eye, it's because it doesn't have the meeting. So long story short, that's very straightforward for functional adults. We don't need to have it met our way, but we're not going to be able to give something that we know. And we don't know. Direct communication doesn't mean that there's highs and lows in any way, shape or form because a 5D person, if you're established in it, if you're still learning, how to be established in the enlightenment vibration, okay? So in this case, your own secure attachment in your own body, you're still working on your consistent vibe of self-worth and self-empowerment and self-esteem and self in the heart of you. So it's where you don't feel like, oh no, I did something bad or oh, you don't get rigid, okay? So when I get rigid, I notice it. I notice it when I get rigid and that means that I'm still my two-year-old who's trying to come together in another situation and there's not speaking words there's recalibration go soft there's no need to be charged go soft is the practice of the emotion regulation skills because the nervous system and then experiencing what is happening with the expansion together not the drama the we're going to talk no matter what level of emotion 
and emotional experience that is happening when you choose to be vulnerable this is what heart-to-heart direct communications are i've spoken and always speak the truth to people what i just did is that i say do you want me to lie to you are you asking me now to say something else and i will continue and then when they you know anyone who will say you're playing with words no i'm not playing with words i'm actually explaining myself but you know it, it keeps not clicking so how do you want me to appease you right now how do you want me to please you because i'm tired right now of this conversation and that's where again different dynamics but tired not because of the relationship and not emotionally in a way of like oh my god this weighs down on so much no it's actually okay i've done my best to explain who I am, how I am, how I'm feeling, and I don't see it matching. So what what do we need to do to close this? Because at the end of the day, you know what? Most of everything is blah, 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 blah. (laughs) So it's not even any point to it. But some people, they have points to it. I, I don't have points. Sharing joy, there ain't no point. Some are extracting something from the equation, okay? So long story short, they're always gonna be beautiful. All of your relationships, if you finally have moved into embodying your 5d-ness that means you're mentally and emotionally mature and you're able to engage and be enamored with any dynamic and moving forward this gets easier and easier and easier welcome to the i'm worthy i am whole welcome to this plane of mental and emotional mastery and your physical mastery is all in favor right now moving forth your lovely heart stays open and that's because you notice when the rigidity comes up and you're like nope no need to go into rigid mode ventral vagal stay online we're going to use check attachment system stay online we're all good we're going to use our grown-up tone to the best of our ability and if there's reactivity there's just you know what i'm so sorry i had the trigger i was reactive you know and you keep moving forward so as long as you're allowing yourself to know not to shame blame fault or revenge so you don't use words that are accusational you don't do um aspects that i'm gonna say you're the evil one so as long as you actually don't do any of that you're going to be a person who talks about your emotions here's what here's what happened right that's terry reel's little feedback wheel the agenda is a grown-up here's what happened you present those data points then here's my story your subjective experience that way you know there is a difference here's my subjective experience here's what my feelings here's what i feel and have felt and da, da, da. and here's what i see being able to bring us the behavior that i would like to see what i would like for us to achieve so that i can feel and think and or be basically so that we can get back on board together this is repairing splinters and ruptures and, and then there's letting go you've done your relational integrity with mindful relationships aspects and relational mindfulness as terry real teaches you've also done mindfulness within you your pure consciousness uh, unconsciously loving with you and others flaws imperfections purusha prakriti your own energy your nervous system did not go on a low or a high nothing's happened you're staying in your integrated brain restored embodied self you're having an interaction with another human being you're not offended you're not upset you're the fuck you fuck you you're a shit no you're a shit come and hug it out that's what we are these are 5d relationships and when this doesn't happen it's okay we're not gonna be too sad and i'm gonna say it when we don't have people that are ego sensitive we're not sad about it because when you know you got one life to live and you got 24 hours and somebody doesn't know how to grow up and again all due respect to those who have childhood trauma and attachment wounds there's good therapists out there Like Patrick Tian says, hurt people who hurt people can learn to do the work. There's enough information. It's for free even. 
for anybody to know, evil demons don't exist. What exists are people who have unresolved trauma, childhood trauma, and or insecure attachment, and or attachment wounds, and all this stuff, and the ones who are 5D relationships, we want to tangle. So we're going to tangle with all, but we're going to build only with those who tangle. Love is easy, and it's always from our own heart, because I'm a human and you're a human. If my heart breaks, your heart breaks. It's easy to respect each other and love each other. It's called integrity of a mind that is of an adult and that's nobody's their greatest mistake and nobody's here to be you or to be whatever you want them to be the subjective experience of life that's the differentiated self and that's the 5d plane oneness consciousness i and you are not the same body there's a me we i love connecting but don't you come telling me what to be or what to do or what to feel or what to so this is that part there is no need to spell it out because we always know how to handle that and that's why relationships they add to our life they add to your life always they never take away ever 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 if you're a 5d not 4d so they don't take away because when there's adaptive children you are being given the opportunity to be in your playground to do dharma to maintain your purusha prakriti heart body value body physical energy mental without one day of yoga and then if you add yoga great it's ventral vagal nervous system exercises and the sitting in silence helps you to put your prefrontal cortex into work so integration of the brain restorative embodied self scientific methodology equals spirituality stuff yes it's a functional adult enlightenment soul age group infinite higher human consciousness potential experiences don't forget that we have an upcoming ihp community Masterclass is going to focus on building those lovely emotion regulation skills and experiencing your relationships minus the drama. We also have paid subscription-based model content on the podcast. So when we have subscribers, you can send your questions in. That's how the paid podcasts work. And for my 5D mystics, remember, if you want to navigate your oversoul and or Claire's with the 5D approach, those of you who are consistent expanding consciousness, you know you have clears, you know you want to talk about it the way we talk about it and the way that you've been hearing. There's so much free content here at this point, know me pretty well. And you know pretty well all that we get to discuss. And it's always food for thought. This is the part, sharing infinite higher human potential experiences in an educational but also entertainment way. My stories, my shares, the education is, of course, something that you can always ask me about i will fuck it up though i will tell you i will forget things and i will keep cursing and all of these beautiful things and it won't be perfect ever but the intent is to help you to be yourself to follow your heart and to deal with the unknown uncertainty and unwanted from within you getting to know you're within you and then going with your flow the main modules of the inner growth mindset mindset is everything because it's your relationship from your mind to your brain, to your body, and your mind-body is the first step to your spirituality, anything, and it's you becoming your whole adult self. And as Patrick Tiahan points out, it's you connecting to the inside. So the emotional body disconnect is step one. And it's really realizing, is it a childhood trauma and attachment wound that needs that extra help as well? And that's from those shame cycle, inner critic, outer critic, and compulsive behaviors when the denial happens, alcohol, drugs, sex, food, and then withdrawal. And those patterns, familiarity, are you usually in codependent type relationships? Taking all of that into account, that's where we get good extra help. And then we also add personal development and enlightenment and the holistic and spiritual and spirituality stuff. So for my lovely, again, 5D with Claire's, 
your clairs are your opportunity to navigate selflessness, timelessness, effortlessness with love, your emotional body connection. People who have not this, and we won't talk about it in this episode, it's unfortunate. They don't move to richness. Okay, so Krishna Lila, Shiva, and Kali, and our lovely Jesus, let's not forget about the unconditional love, walking with the people, and the Zen master story from our lovely said guru, also him, and all of the human science people, all of the educators, all of them, even the ones who are one focus and they don't necessarily expand, but every single one of those subject matters are 4D. We need the 4D, 3D, or anyways, they're here for now. There will be continued focus, and I'm sure of us seeing 5D individuals where the 4D is for now, but to be continued. In the meantime, have a lovely full moon. We'll be back with more. Have a great day.